coach Jay Woodcroft. Any penalties as we did was a credit to the way we were skating tonight. And, um, you know, we built a, a big lead and found a way to get the win. We were talking to Nugent Hopkins after the game, and he's sitting on a four-point night with a busted-up face. Um, kind of plays at both ends of the ice. Maybe just take us through his night again. Yeah, it kind of sums up his year, doesn't it? Um, I see somebody competing at a very, very high level. Um, and I saw it again tonight. You know, he takes one to the jibs, and, um, you know, he wants to get right back out on the power play. Um, you know, he's scored, um, you know, the back check on the uh, the one in the second period with a little help from Ekholm, I thought was um, pretty good. And, you know, he's he's playing with passion and a competitive level that I think is is contagious. Jay, I'm not suggesting that uh, Kyler Yam score two goals and get three points every night, but what do performances like that do for him and, and for the team? Yeah, we can't forget that he's only a few games, uh, you know, he's only been playing with us for a few games here. He's had kind of a injury-riddled year, so it's nice to have him back in the lineup here. Um, you know, uh, I can move him around. I feel good about that. I still think there's more there. I'm happy for him that he got a couple goals tonight. He probably could have had a couple more. Um, which is great because he's finding himself in those chances. I still want him um, to continue to play without pause in his game, and sometimes that's from the offensive zone back to the defensive zone. I think you get that um, the more you kind of get back up, up to speed and into your own personal rhythm. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins was talking about his forechecking. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto said, yeah. um, is that... You know, when he's not producing, are those the types of things that you're seeing that he can do other things to kind of touch the game and yeah. be effective? Yeah, and he's a penalty killer, and um, he's a pest to play against because he plays hard, he plays inside you, and um, usually when bigger players um, see someone smaller uh, get the puck, it, it annoys them because... Um, you know, they, they think they should win that, but he wins those a lot on will and determination. You guys were kind of right on the edge of it for a long time. Close games, you were, you know, OTLs, and, you know, Boston was a good one. You, you've, you've, what pushed you through the last two? Because two of your better games, more complete games of the season. What kind of... Yeah, you know what? I, I keep going back to Christmas time. I don't, I don't think this is... Um, you know, we got the result tonight, which was nice, but I think we've play, been playing some nice hockey here since Christmas time. I think in the last 20, 21 games, we've lost three in regulation. That means you're you're doing a lot of things right. There's mistakes that are made. You know, when the game six one, we made a couple errors, and uh, you know, there's always areas of improvement. But you know, I was happy that our team dug in today and uh, found a way against a tough opponent. As I said this morning, that opponent has won 35 games this year. Um, not by accident, they're a good team. And, um, you know, what I like is that we have a quick turnaround against this team tomorrow. Um, you know, it's, it's the type of things that you're going to have to face, you know, um, when you start playing in April and May is you see the same team um, the next evening. And so who, who can best elevate and adjust is going to be the team that wins tomorrow night. So McDavid was flirting with a 100-year-old NHL record, and it's typical McDavid that when he has a sag night, it's three points. What can you kind of just say about his this little run that he's on? Is that your words, the sag night for him? Um, yeah, no, he's... 
I think, you know, I've said every, everything that I can, and you know, I, I don't know if I can um, articulate it any better. What we're seeing is very special. Um, I like seeing his competitive drive to lead our team, and um, that's really impressive to me. Uh, the Bouchard-Eckholm pairing, how have you liked it through two games? And in particular, how do you think Evans responded to a bit more responsibility? I think he's doing well. I think the pair has been good for us. Um, you know, the other day I said that I think Eck uh, inspires confidence in the people on the ice with him. And I think for a younger partner uh, to be able to look over and see someone with his level of experience and confidence and poise, I think that would help anybody. And certainly that pair has been a good pair for us. And finally, just the sequence from Drysaddle, the net drive and then putting it back on and then that uh, shot what a shot hey eh? it was an amazing sequence like you said but the shot uh from that angle um all world yeah and you know what we're i've been saying this here over the last little while I, I really like where leon's game's at i think he's skating i think he's um taking pride in doing some hard things and and uh you know his effect on our win tonight not only on the score sheet Good. Thanks, guys. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.